Hello and welcome back to the Pastry Arts Podcast. My name is Megan. I'm Ellis. I'm Madeline. And tonight we will be discussing <laughs> having a conversation about how this year's school year has been affected by COVID. I feel like for us, because we're all culinary students and that most of our classes or all of our classes are in lab, are in person in lab, it's been really hard to miss out on so much school because we're paying for so much education and not to receive all of it. It's a little disappointing, although sometimes it's nice to have a break. Like it is disappointing not to be able to finish a lab or get all all of the course. Yeah. Um, especially when you have to like, if you can make it up, when you have to like shove it all together into like a little condensed time. Like that's what we had to do for our first lab when we went into quarantine. It was kind of like we got like two extra days when we'd missed like six <laughs> and we were, well, six counting the weekend. So it was closer to like four days we missed, but we were like shoving everything in. We're like, how can we make all this fit? And so there was stuff we had to like skip for the class. I think I think I got shut down the same time as you guys because I was just opposite labs just in PM. And we got shut down shortly after you guys. And that condensed, like, trying to finish your project so fast or whatever you had to do, your final practical stuff. Like, it was just not to, it was difficult. Yeah. Um, what class were you in for your first quarantine? My first quarantine, I was in Chef Alexander's um, advanced breads yeah naturally eleven breads and that makes sense because i think you were in the same room as us then because i i think i remember hearing about that like we got shut down and then his am got shut down like the next day yeah and then we also got shut down in decorative breads as chef hits the next segment so that was hard we we our class quickly bonded over having to rush and finish our final chicken project. Although both Chef Jen Alexander and Chef Hits were so amazing with quarantine. Like we Zoomed most days and we worked on our like, um, what is it called? Our like model, like oh, yeah. quarantine. So like, I felt like I was still getting like a little bit of education from that and a little bit from that but it was still not the same yeah um we we only had quarantine during our decorative breads class but mm, that was not good because it was right at the beginning so we like missed like a good chunk of like initial instruction and so we kept having to like shove it in every day after that uh, and then i also what really sucked as we i my class got or yeah my class got quarantined the last segment, which was our advanced, our themed cakes. And yeah, I still don't know what that class is called, like the official name. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, this year I haven't really known any of the names of my, like, full names of my classes. I'm just like, yeah, except for contemporary plated, advanced contemporary plated. That was the only one. That's yeah. really glad that um, I got all the, my class got all the way through, which was was nice for a change and then 
yeah finish off and not be able to finish a final cake it's just you put so much effort into your final projects and then not to complete them is yeah it's kind of infuriating yeah and then last last semester too we everyone was shut down i was in labs last semester too and oh damn both of my classes were condensed and or cut short and like didn't get to finish my I had another cakes class last semester because I was mm -hmm. technically a sophomore or I'm technically a sophomore but so yeah sophomore labs and I didn't get to finish my final cake there either but yeah I'm kind of glad we waited to take our labs till like this past semester because we were gonna do them um fall but then we uh just happened to decide to move them back and I'm kind of glad we did just because everything is so uncertain and not as stable like it still hasn't been stable but like not it was even worse the fall term so I'm kind of glad we got to push it back because that wouldn't oh. have been that would have been <laughs> really bad fall term was horrendous just everyone trying to figure out the new switch from trimesters to semesters was so challenging trying to find that balance because for sophomores you have one semester of labs and to switch from the trimester system because i had both to then every every other day you have labs and every other day you have academics and it just was so hard to find the balance it was like you're either doing homework for your academic classes that are all online and then also doing all of your lab work. And so trying to like get it all done and get enough sleep was hard hard to deal with in the beginning. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that next year because we have the switching labs next year. Mm -hmm. That's going to be. Yeah, definitely like time management and like just, which is, it's so hard because there's so many fun things that you want to do and want to go do but it felt like I, w I felt like I wasn't taking enough classes and I probably wasn't because now I'm behind in some stuff but um but it you felt like you were maybe supposed to take one more class but at the same time like your schedule just doesn't fit quite right because it's it's so much work yeah it's and the bit. teachers and the teachers were still trying to figure it out like all the professors had oh, no yeah. idea kind of what was going on as like although they kind of grasped the online learning zoom blackboard like online Maybe. structure like yeah they're also trying to grasp with the new semester structure I don't know it was just kind of weird yeah it worked out weird we all madeline and i only had um online classes for our fall term and yeah. that was kind of weird doing just like just the online it, i will say it was a little bit better than last spring when we got sent home and everyone was like really still trying to figure out the online thing like all the in-person classes switched that was that was interesting terrible. that was honestly like the whole semester thing, I like, I didn't like it for academics at all because it took so long to do those classes. I'm so used to doing it in like the trimester frame. Yeah, everything just kind of goes by like that. 
Let's talk about the changes of like the lab structure. So like how we're like now we have to wear masks in the labs. You have to use those plastic thingies. No one even uses those. We used them once, Ellis. The only one, the only class that, the only class that really, really used them was contemporary plated. Like I didn't even use them last semester. Like our teachers were like, eh, it's fine. We didn't even use them in our plated class. We used them in our food science class in the morning, but, like, everyone walks around anyway, so they don't really do a lot. No. Yeah. Also, like, washing your hands every 30 minutes. One of my chefs would have us check mark every 30 minutes up at the board, which just was, like, such a huge, like, waste of time to go up to the board and check, because, like, there was so much we had to do and to take 20 extra seconds after you watched your hands to like go check mark like it was like we uh, be going back to our station instead of just being like holding holding our classes and stuff accountable that doesn't make sense anyway because if you wash your hands and then you go like check on the board i'm like you're just touching a marker that everyone's touched it is so gross that prevents nothing that's that just is counterproductive <laughs> yeah it was... you wearing gloves for like two hours yeah. Yeah. Also, the the green check mark questionnaire we have to fill out every day. So I know it changed from last semester to this semester. Last semester we had to do it thirty minutes before we entered the building, and this semester I think we only had to do it fifteen minutes before I, we entered the building. Yeah, yeah. It was fifteen minutes. I didn't actually know that about the time limit either until our third lab because our first two chefs. They didn't, like, enforce the 15 minutes before. They were just, like, just do it when you, like, before you come in. And then only when we got to our third lab did our chef be like, hey, it has to be at least 15 minutes before. Really? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So. I definitely, quite a few kids, it was really hard to, like, remember, like, 30 minutes before last semester because most kids don't get up. Well, most kids do. They get up 30 minutes before they have to be in lab if you walk right across the street. But, like, me, I commuted from Renaissance Hall to to labs every day. And so it was, like, sometimes a little bit easier, but I'd, like, remember as I was driving, and I was like, ah. And then, like, because we, we weren't able to, like, sit around and go, like, we weren't really allowed to, like, sit and go get Starbucks and then yeah. drink it. It was too cold outside in the winter time, so it wasn't like, oh, I'm just gonna go grab a drink real quick and then head off to labs. Yeah, so it's it definitely the 30 minutes is challenging. 15 minutes is a little bit more doable, but yeah, it's it's kind of weird to me the time limit anyway. I told Madeline this like symptoms can show up at any time, like. Wouldn't it make sense to do it as close to your lab as possible? Because if it's 15 minutes before, that's just 15 minutes that you could, like, suddenly start having symptoms. Like, you could just suddenly start having symptoms in class and you wouldn't have known beforehand. Like, the time limit, like, that you have to wait doesn't make sense to me at all. Or at the end of class. Yeah. People have been telling stories that they're, like, out to lunch and then all of a sudden they can't taste. Or they're, like... 
somebody somebody told Corey where they were washing the floors with bleach or washing something with bleach, and then all of a sudden they couldn't smell the bleach and they were like, oh. and then what do you do? Like, yeah. do you just do you immediately? Do you wait till your class is over? You email health services and be like, hey, or do you immediately go up to your chef? Like, there's such like a, it's like so hard to be like the one who, who gets it. And like, most of the time people are like, especially right now for our situation that we're, we have to be in lab. We, we don't want to miss out. People are being safe and being relatively careful here for the most part, I would hope. Yeah. Um, to like go up, it's so hard to be like, I have hey. symptoms, you know? Yeah. If you guys remember like last year, how like the chefs embedded it in our minds that if you miss a class, you're you're out of this class because we only had the trimesters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like since we were so, like that it was such embedded in our minds that for like this semester where you're like, if you have symptoms, you have like a, even a cold, like you shouldn't go to class. We were all like, eh, but, but I don't want to miss a class. That's so much. And, like, I think that's also the problem why we had such a high outbreak in the beginning. Because people felt sick and they were just going to class because that embedded, like, how it was embedded in our minds that you shouldn't miss a class mm -hmm. no matter what. Like, last year, like, I, like, I, last year when it was, like, first here, Nobody knew what it was, really, or no one thought it was COVID. Everybody was sick. I don't know how many of my friends, like, went to health services and was like, got swabbed for strep and the flu, didn't have it. We were sent with some Advil and some cough drops on our way. And everybody in class was like, taking Advil, taking DayQuil, because, like, before class, because they didn't want to miss you had one day you could miss yeah it's kind of like such a strange mentality because we like we take the all the like the serve safe classes or i guess we don't take serve safe here it's i don't know what we take i don't remember what like, kind of like serve safe. organization it, yeah i just don't remember what the exact organization is but like we have all like the health and safety classes and they're like don't come to class if you're sick but then like the mentality for like years for us at least because you're a sophomore we're juniors so like for years for us it's been like but still go to class like but actually still go you really yeah, it's practical you can't miss any days like that's like the problem is like you don't want to miss any days you can't miss any days you even if you are take a day because you're super sick you come in the next day with so much shame because you miss a day and then you're so behind and you have to have a weird, awkward conversation with your chef of like, I didn't feel good. And it's in the industry, like if you're sick or you, there's so many illnesses that like, you should not go to it work if you are remotely sick because of how many people you can get sick. Unfortunately, so many people ignore that. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like the mentality of everything. Like, you can't miss a day. Even like our chefs tell us in the industry, like, we have a real job. You can't miss a day. Because that day is going to add on to your next day. And you're just going to hit the wall flying. I think like COVID might help with that now because 
they're gonna they're tell you like, to just take the day. You are not feeling well. You hopefully you don't have COVID. Go home. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like a thing with any like food service job or really any like customer service or lower paying jobs. Not that food service is always lower paying, but just like mm-hmm. it's kind of in the grouping where it's kind of like it's a minimum wage like, job. Yeah, it's been like. Uh, managers and bosses like don't care they're like I don't care if you don't feel well like you have to come in um exactly. hopefully you know it'll be more like a thing of we're like hey like if you're sick don't come in and that'll hopefully be better for people I mean it would it will be better for people if they don't have to like work when they're sick just because like that's really not good for the people working or the people who they're serving like that's not good for anyone but it's just been encouraged because it like I don't know makes people more it makes like higher up some more money or whatever but hopefully that'll yeah it hopefully, hopefully it's some of like the house clean everything is right now because of like proper glove use back behind the kitchen like mask wearing so you're not actually like breathing on people's food i know kind yes. of- i didn't know how much we blew on people's food until we had this mask on it's so disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Like, how many germs, like, come out of your, like, you sneeze, you just kind of turn around, like, hopefully you're, like, actually sneezing into your arm and turning around, but you could be turning around and sneezing on somebody else's food. Like, ugh. Or, like, blowing your gum paste flowers to get the extra coloring off. Yeah. But does anybody actually eat the gum paste flowers? I mean, no, but no, they do but technically go on the cake. eat it. There's that one person. This is true. Yes. I have that person in my family. Yes. They're going to eat it. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of glad that COVID, like, did a wake-up call, to be honest. Yeah. Like, even though it so really whole- sucked and it hurt everyone, you realize how many people have done improper glove use? And even now, it's still improper in some areas because you see all these people serving with gloves on, and it's like really freaking gross. And they're touching everyone's plates with the same gloves, and touching the money, and touching the cash register. Yeah. No, that's that. It's protecting them, but it's not protecting the customer. Like if you go to like a fast food restaurant right now, everyone's wearing gloves, but. Mm-hmm. They don't change the gloves, so they're handing you your credit card, and then you look kind of behind you, and in the same gloves, they, they're they handing somebody else money, and then they're, like, touching their face yeah. in the screen, and it's yeah. disgusting. To be honest, it's not even helping them either, because, like, they're touching their own face, and, like, they're touching all their own stuff, too, because, like, yes. all the stuff they're giving you, it's still on their gloves, like, they're still getting it. It's, yeah. I honestly... They're gonna touch their phones. Oh, I hate that. Phones are disgusting. I feel safer if they weren't wearing the gloves, because at least I know they're, like, washing their hands. Like, or at least I know there's a chance they're washing their hands regularly. Like, if they're wearing the gloves, I know they're not washing their hands at all. Like, at all, at all. I will say I do like the masks, too, though, kind of. I've actually, like, gotten used to them, and I'm like, I like this a lot more (laughs) than just walking around without them. I think in the winter time, I still might wear a mask to help protect me and other people from like other illnesses like the flu. Yeah, yeah it's been yeah. a really good year for a really well, not a good year for the flu. It's been like a really good year for people not getting the flu. Surprise, surprise. Exactly. But, like last no. year, I didn't get sick. I, I know. I was like, 
wow, surprise, unsurprisingly, uh, <laughs> messed are helpful, but I am yeah, just got strep twice. Um, this past you got strep twice. Twice, yeah, it was a really fun time. Oh, that sucks. Are oh, you like one of those people yeah. who's like really prone to strep? No, not I haven't been. I haven't gotten strep in such a long time, but. I, I don't even know what happened. I just, nobody else around me had strep. I had been wearing my mask. Like, I religiously wear my mask. I wash my hands, hand sanitize everything, go out as little as I possibly can. And it was like, what? And then I think I probably just got strep from my toothbrush again because I was a little bit of an idiot and didn't change that. But... It, the first time I was like, what? And I got really sick. I had a fever and everything. And I thought, I thought it was COVID, but I had just like literally the day before had gotten a COVID test and it came back negative. And then I was like, I just got this COVID test. And then CBS took me and it was strep. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. But... <laughs> thank God for strep. Yes. Another... I don't think that's something yeah. people would normally say, but like it makes sense. <laughs> The weird part about the past few year and a half, yeah, like a year and a actually few months, it's only really months? been like a year and a month or so. Yeah, the strange part about it is that when you find out you have a different illness, you kind of rejoice, even though you feel yeah. crappy. You rejoice. You're like, at least it's not this. It's not COVID. At least I do a little celebration, and then you go take a nap. Hooray, I get a day off and it's still not COVID. Yeah. Yes. It's so oh, hey, bad. Guys, but... COVID? Huh? No. Have you gotten COVID or no? No. And I'm fully vaccinated now, so. Ooh, jealous. I'm waiting for my second shot. I got my first one a couple days ago. Really? Oh, do you get yeah. symptoms? No. I actually, my arm didn't even really hurt. What'd you get? I Pfizer. Pfizer, yeah. but... Don't get mad at me yet, because the second one for Pfizer is supposed to be where you get, like, real bad sick. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to So I, I also got Pfizer, and I was good. I'm really like, hoping for I was good. Like, I didn't have symptoms. Like, my arm hurt a little bit. I was a little bit sleepy, but... And I've also heard that, like, Tylenol and, like, Pedialyte work wonders. You know, I did get a little sleepy, but, um... I was a little sleepy before that, so I don't know if it's related, just because I was, like, traveling, and now I'm on, like, a time difference, so I've been, like, sleeping a lot. I got nauseated from mine, and what else? I had a really sore arm for, like, four days. Yeah. My friends both had Hey! That's the reason why. I think you have to introduce your dog to the podcast now that it is made a noise. <laughs> Yeah. This is Stella. She's a pit bull and she's my baby. Other than like the big switch of the school year, like from trimesters to to semesters, and then also COVID, between that, it was just kind of a chaotic year. Yeah. But you guys are seniors now, correct? We will be when we go back next year Woo! you guys are so close we're so close yeah it's kind of nerve-wracking to be honest i'm so ready though we have 
one more term and then our spring term our spring semester is our internship yeah yeah it's like really nerve-wracking to find an internship this year though yeah i was supposed to take mine in the spring and Mm -hmm. over the summer i panicked and was like i i don't i can't find one i i replied to so many places and because it was so uncertain yeah people were like no we don't want you. We don't want to take you. It's not. It's not enough. Like we can't. And lots of places can't right now. Yeah, Madeline and I had ours. Hers was last spring. And mine was last summer. So as you can imagine, they both got canceled. <laughs> I was sent home when I got to my internship site. Um, three days later. Yeah. Mm. It did not work out for us. That kind of was difficult. <laughs> Yeah, and, like, even this year, like, they didn't open up that internship yet that I had, so I had to pick another one. But it was so nerve-wracking to find a new one because, like, I found it when I was doing, the like, the fall term. But I was so worried I wasn't able to find one. Yeah. Like, I was constantly stressing. And then, like, on top of that, like, my parents were, like, so, like, you need to find an internship, you need to find an internship, and I was already stressed about it. And, like... I, I ended up going to the chefs. I sh- went to actually chef a gal. Um, and I was like, I'm looking for an internship. And she knew somebody. And that was worked out really great for me. But I didn't really know if it was going to line up until mm, a month before school ended. So that Yeah, that's really yes. stressful. I applied to like one to the this place this one place and then I almost applied to another one before I, I got the call about the one I got right now, have right now so I applied yeah. to this place and I got it and then I applied to like a couple like one or two other ones and one of them never even contacted me back which I think is very rude like I went through so like we had the student involvement fair thing that is now virtual so we used to have a really big one in in the gym and then now it's all online so I had set up a one-on-one appointment and they never showed oh I hate that I sat there I sat there for like 30 minutes and I was like what I immediately like emailed Karen Miller who's in charge of internship involved services I don't know an experiential ed yeah she had immediately called me which that was like it's really hard to get information from jaywoo and she immediately called me and was like i'm so sorry like i was like i can't deal with this right now i have stuff like i had stuff i had to do like i had to like i had an appointment to be at and she had given me their email and i had sent an email and then luckily that day i had gotten my my current internship so it all worked out but yeah it's kind of irritating the way some businesses will be, though. Like, uh, places will demand that the person applying, that we be very professional and, like, respond quickly and um, just, like, jump through a bunch of hoops, but, like, they won't even respond if they're like, no thanks. Like, I find that, like, extremely rude when they just, like, no response. Not even to say, like, no. But, like, like they, ne- they just never respond with, like, did they even get and for the one place that I responded and they didn't like respond back 
I know why they didn't, because Madeline did get an interview with them, and the lady straight up told her, I want someone else for this. Like, she knew who she wanted already. She's like, she's like, I'm interviewing you, but you're not going to get it. I already know who's getting it. Oh my god, during the interview, she told me that she already knew who she wanted, but she had to do these 14 other interviews to please the HR person. My interview was 45 minutes long, and she told me this at the end. You should have just emailed their HR, and or like, you should email Karen and be like, this is what this person do- did, because then she'll put them, like, she'll make sure people don't apply to this place because of how bad the experience of just interviewing was yeah it's just it's just a weird level of like not respecting the people applying for the jobs yeah it's not for me i don't know i don't know if that's just like this industry or if that's because we're young I think, again, it's one of those things that's, like, a lot of, like, service jobs and lower-paid jobs and food service jobs. It's, like, they don't really respect the people applying for them. And they just kind of are, like, nope, not gonna worry about it. Because they can get so many people to apply. Which, apparently, Mm -hmm. is changing. Hopefully, it's changing semi-permanently, at least. Because a lot of people aren't applying for jobs right now because they yeah. are being treated with, like not respectfully so especially like bigger corporations yeah wants to work for them or like if you have a bad rep- reputation bad management reputation like nobody is going to apply to work for you mm-hmm. like word of mouth and like social media nowadays has really affected affected everything because of because everything gets shared like don't apply here don't work here this was my experience and like you hear their experience firsthand you're like oh i don't i don't want to deal with that i don't i don't want that in my life well that's probably why they keep raising like the your like wage that you start out with at these lower place at like say the big corporations of the grocery stores and everything like, I remember when I first started my job, I got $9 an hour. And when I left, I got eleven seventy-five. Because of how terrible it was to work there, they kept paying us more just to stay. Yeah, Yeah. well, they kind of have to anyway. Especially now, like, mm-hmm. well, no, like, they are starting to have to to keep employees. Like, especially now, um, a lot of larger corporations are, like, crying and complaining that they can't get people to apply for their jobs because like oh they're on unemployment oh they're getting like social benefits and like well isn't it kind of sad that you can't offer a wage that's competitive with unemployment benefits like you can't can't offer a wage that will sustain somebody's life i know i'm like that's like you won't large corporation that's kind of pathetic like you won't even pay somebody like a wage that would scrape them by their like yeah. minimum wage most places like back home for me i'm from ohio so it's it's minimum wage isn't very it's like eight dollars maybe nine dollars now i don't know that you can't live off of eight dollars an hour like yeah. that is but in lots of places like i know in massachusetts it's like 15 and i think rhode island is eleven fifty which is better, 
But you still can't really live a, I don't want to say a comfortable lifestyle. Well, like, yeah, a comfortable lifestyle. Just like a decent lifestyle. You can not have to worry about where your next meal is coming from or where. Yeah. Or yeah. where you'll live. You don't have to, like, be like, am I eating or am I living somewhere? Like, yeah. That's not something someone should have to worry about. And, like, it's kind of sad that a lot of companies are, like, complaining that they can't work because of, um, like, if someone's unemployment benefits are allowing them to, like, at least sustain themselves, of course they're not going to go work somewhere for even less money. Like, And they're going to find other ways to make, to find income that's not in the food industry or not... In yeah. the hospitality industry, because they're probably going to get treated a lot better. They're not going to have to worry about if you are tipped, you don't make most. You don't make minimum wage. You make half of minimum wage, like or less, a lot or of less. Places. Yeah, like some places that's not worth it. Yeah, like obviously we all are choosing no, to work in all. food service, so it's not like we're saying like it's a terrible, like horrible place where we obviously want to work there but like it does kind of have a reputation for being like one of the worst industries to work in because it's like not great pay a lot of times um depending on where you work managers and bosses who like won't support you if you're being screamed at by a customer like of course people aren't going to want to work in situations like that especially if they're not getting paid enough to like survive especially house is probably having the most difficult with this like for us like we love working in the kitchen like that's why we're going to school like but front of house a lot of times like they're just doing front of house to get themselves through school or mm -hmm. put on their family's tables like that's not really what they want to be doing but and so they're not going to put themselves through it like we might do that because we love it yeah we, we love like being no one's a server because they're passionate about being a server. Like, they there might be they need money. There <laughs> might be a few out there, but I'd they're probably in like higher end restaurants where you can like get a lot, get more money, and like be there for years and kind of get more respect. But not maybe if you're older and you're lonelier, like you can already support yourself. You're just doing yeah, it for fun. Just do it for fun. <laughs> Get to see people, talk to people. For me, the semester or trimester semester, it really affected me and what I've learned. I mean, it'll be made up within the next few labs for sophomores because our freshman year, we took some sophomore level labs with our freshman level labs so that they could switch us over and it'd be compatible with what we were learning. I know that we didn't get our sugar. We didn't get an original sugars class. Like that's something yeah. you guys did, I think. Yeah, we did. We were the last uh, year that got to do like an actual sugars class because they just took it out after we went by. Yeah, and I think now freshmen take a chocolates and sugars class. I think that's a class that's like smushed together. Mm -hmm. So my grade, my year was a super strange because. We're supposed to be doing it in our senior chocolates class. Yeah. But if you're, if you're like me, I'm ahead of the game because I took my junior level labs already. If I continue and just do my senior level labs, 
I'll, I won't get that same information. I'll just be struggling because I this year I've already been like inflated. You guys had hot and colds and then plated. Uh, we we had a hot and colds, and then our sophomore year we had like an intro plated class. Yeah, so we just had plated desserts. So we were supposed to get a little both, and it's already affected me where I've had where it's been like just like simple like oh, you should have learned this in this class. And even though in, like, hot and cold, and it's like, oh, well, I didn't have hot and colds. And even even then with with our plated desserts class, um, like, even though we we're supposed to get a combination of both because of COVID, my lab, that lab got shut down. Mm-hmm. So we had to smush things. So we didn't get all of the information we wanted to. And yeah. so, like, it's already affecting me, so now I think I'm waiting until I can get the proper, proper Yeah. Stuff. It was, from what I've heard, like, from you and other people, it was a lot harder for people who were in their freshman and their junior labs last year, because when they switched, they weren't switching between degrees. Like, we were sophomore level last year so we had finished our associate stuff and we were just switching from like the associates classes to the bachelor classes but there already wasn't overlap like between them like they were separate courses and they kept them separate courses when they switched so for us it was just like oh we're going on to a different not like a different different degree but like a new degree anyway technically so it wasn't as hard of a switch as for people who were like in the middle of their either associates or bachelors that had to suddenly like take extra classes and it's really in hindsight a bad time for the switch just with everything that happened because <laughs> like you were saying like things got skipped and squished together because of covid so but yeah. and then back then classes were in quarantine when they were supposed to learn all these new classes yeah yeah and so like they lost the days that they should have had to do both classes yeah, I think in the end, I had the same amount of days of classes as a trimester seg- segment. Maybe a few more, but if you're out yeah. for a whole... Last last semester, it was 14 days. This semester, it was seven days of quarantine. Yeah, I mean, if you're out for a whole 14 days, that's the whole lab right there. Like, yeah. Plus, like, what's uh, the point going to do? Yeah, that's the whole lab plus some of the next one if you go into quarantine anything but the first day of the lab especially like if you have everyday labs like yeah if it, if it was every other day it wasn't as bad like last semester i had every other day which that's a whole other thing that i do not i really enjoy everyday lab to get to go to lab every day but every other day was just so hard because you're like oh where did i leave off like yeah what? trying to recall what you did two days ago it's gonna be like a big mental switch to like yeah going to be like okay i'm not gonna be here for a day like what am i doing what did i do yeah i I wonder what it's like for culinary kids because i know they strictly have only every other day labs i don't think they have every day labs yeah, I think I think they do only have every other day. No, my roommate was a culinary kid, but I really didn't talk a lot about like, or we didn't really talk a lot about 
how she was doing, like, in her labs, I could ask her about them, but she never really talked about how it was affecting her to do, like, every other day. I don't know, with the switch, like, that's a semester switch, like, I think during COVID was extra challenging. I think it would have been a challenge normal times, even in-person classes. Exactly. I think the school really hurt the students this year, I'm not gonna lie. It was super stressful, even if, like, you didn't think it was stressful, it was stressful. It was a lot more work than what we are used to. Yeah, it was like a lot more special like when i was doing it i was like no this isn't that bad i'm fine and then like i got home and i was like i've got a lot to unpack that was very <laughs> that was a lot i think that the that i think that that was something so big is that your academic teachers don't necessarily know because frankly it's hard to communicate over email they don't know how much work you actually have so like each teacher is assigning like discussion boards, like 12 pages of reading, re- five responses to the discussion boards. And then last, and then on top of that, I have all this lab, last semester I had all this lab work. And your lab instructor was like, this is the most important class. I don't care about your other classes. I don't care about your academic classes. You have guided notes like reading powerpoints because all like your lecture is reversed it's like you lecture at night and then you go in the next day and you learn like you do stuff in class so like and then your big projects and some classes have multiple projects or multiple parted projects and that really killed yeah even for just labs because we had dub we had like our food science so we had doubles on thursdays that was like just a lot plus like clubs and other stuff um it was just like a lot especially for this term and i don't think when they were setting it up like the people setting up were really thinking about it because they're like oh longer classes they can handle more like classwork more homework when they're doing it but it's like day by day it's still the same amount of like time that we're spending in class so that's still like the same amount of time we have to work on stuff which is that we don't have time to work on stuff so that was um not ideal i was gonna ask you guys a question because i know you guys were here last semester how was like communication with either the school like from the sas building or how was communicating with your teachers like i know i was on campus and i couldn't get a hold of anybody i got automatic responses i got the voice mail thing they'd be like two weeks later we i don't know about madeline i did not communicate with the school almost at all and like not for lack of trying always i remember when we were signing up for our fall semester classes we had we both had holds on our account that shouldn't have been there really and we tried to like email and call our um i think there were financial holds we were trying to call whoever was related to the hold and we like neither of us could get a hold of them until they emailed us back like hours and hours later which is why we ended up not doing labs fall term because they were full by the time we tried to sign up for them because we didn't get emailed back um but for me uh getting a hold of my professors was really dependent on the professor 
So depending on which one it was, I could either get to them really easily, just an email, and they'd respond pretty quick, or it would take a while. It would take a while for me, or I would never even get a response back. Like, I had a problem with my group project in my one class, and it was never fixed. I did all the work along with this one girl half the time, because she went back to her home country. So that was the thing of different time zones, different countries that we're in. You can't, it was just not working. This one girl wouldn't even text us back. No communication, really. Um, I tried communicating with the school sometimes due to the fact that I had a hold on my account for that. Didn't get a response back for hours and hours. And then she said, Ugh, it was just a whole mess. And then I had other questions that I had to deal with because of the fact that I had certain things that needed to be placed on my account so I could actually go to school. Like, you know, scholarships and everything. And, like, they would not give me any information that I was requiring or needed. So there was that. It was just a lot of a mess. Because our emails would get stacked upon stack, And they would never see our email again. Mm -hmm. So it's just like... I don't know what's happening. Everyone's confused, but no one's helping the situation. I have to go. I have work at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. But um, thank you so much for listening to the Patriot Arts Podcast. Have a wonderful evening. I do, or day, or night, or morning. Yep. Thanks for it's coming. All night times. Yes. Thank you so much for coming. Have a great life. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. <laughs>